Hey everyone, I'm Fallon Fulce, and this is The Strategist, a place where you can come to learn tools, tips, and tricks to ditch your toxic workplace so that you can actually enjoy coming to work again. Welcome back, everyone. I am really excited about this week's episode. I This is something that I have been researching for probably mm, since 2017, <laughs> and I, it's so interesting to me because it's come up in so many different layers in my life and different ways for me to address it and to really uncover the root cause. So what I'm talking about is stress. Stress is one of those things that has always been present, especially in my adult life in corporate and obviously you know, I'm sure you could probably relate to that. And I always, at first, I did not deal with stress very well at all. I, in fact, in a way, I was addicted to stress. And in some ways, in some very small layers, I still am today. And I have to be very mindful about that. But I recently started learning more about, and I always knew on you know the scientific side a little bit of how stress happened. So, in a scientific, from a scientific standpoint, when we feel stressed, the physical things that are happening in our body is that so you visually, you emotionally, you feel some kind of threat. And when your body identifies that as a threat, because as a human, we're constantly scanning our environment. And this is something that is left over from caveman days, where we are constantly observing our environment and analyzing it for threats. We are looking at it so that we can stay alive, especially when we are in that survival mindset, which when we're stressed, that's where we are. So let's say we perceive something as a threat. In caveman days, this would have been some kind of animal running after you trying to eat you, right? Obviously today, most people, that's not what they experience. It's likely going to be a very abrasive coworker or uh, some ex that you have to deal with or maybe your kid, <laughs> you know. So it's these kinds of things that are happening to us that are we are unconsciously or subconsciously perceiving as a threat. So when this threat happens, we we'll have a signal that's sent from our you know, eye or from our ears or some kind of auditory uh, visual type of sense, feel, touch. Um, and we're taking that information into our brain. It is releasing uh, triggers, neurotransmitters, to tell our body to produce cortisol. And that's kind of like the very, very high level of what's happening physically in our body. Cortisol is a hormone that actually produces the feeling of being stressed. 
And what it's doing is it's telling our body to bring all of our blood flow to the center of our body around our heart to keep our heart pumping because if our heart doesn't pump, we aren't alive. So it's doing that. Our pupils will actually dilate and then they will also send a signal to your body. You can actually hear limbs become cold. You have heart palpitations because your heart's beating faster. Um, Maybe it's irregular. That also can happen. And you get that feeling of anxiety. And when that happens, we feel stressed. So it is a physiological response of analyzing a threat that's happening in our environment, perceiving it as such, and then having the physical reaction where then now we feel stressed. The whole purpose of that whole process is so that you can actually run away from whatever it is that's the threat. Your adrenaline's going, everything's going, you're ready to go, right? You're ready to run from the tiger. The problem is we always have a tiger around us in corporate and business. We always will have those threats around us. So we are constantly reacting to the threats. The problem is we can't run away from them. They're literally right there in the office and you would look like a crazy person running out of the office from the tiger. <laughs> but it's it's always going to be there, right? So it's like, what do we do? We have this built-in response that's from ancient times. And what do we do with that? Because that's happening on a very subconscious level. When I first started really learning about that it was like well how am I gonna change any of that I can't I can't run away from my coworker every time they tell me something mean you know or I can't run away from my boss when he's criticizing my work so how do we find a way to deal with what's happening in the office without running away because that's not an option right so for me what that looked like was really coming into my inner world and doing a lot of work on me and this seems counterintuitive because you would think okay well it's my boss it's my coworker, it's everyone else it's not me I'm not the one creating all of this stuff. But that's kind of the the lie that our brain is telling ourselves. You are, in fact, creating your reality. Because everything that is happening in your world is viewed through the lens of who you are. And... That in itself took me a while to really accept because what that meant was that even the bad things that were happening to me were somehow still my fault. And that can be hard to really 
accept. But once you start really, you know, allowing that thought to be a part of your reality where you are the creator, well, if you created something bad, well, you can also create something amazing. So why not take charge of your reality and start creating what you want? So how do you do that though, right? Well, first off is become aware. I mean, if you've been listening to me in past episodes, awareness is number one. Like you can't do anything about it if you don't know anything about it. So knowing that you had a hand in creating it is the first step. Whenever you finally kind of come to that realization, you then start doing the inner work to address why did I call that in in the first place? Why did I call in a situation that was so stressful that it gave me health problems or, you know, whatever it was that was happening with you? And the, you know, whenever you start taking responsibility for it, you start doing the inner work where what I mean by that is, you know, doing the meditations, doing the exercise, going and doing breath work, EFT tapping, really looking at getting down to the root cause of why you called that in the first place. And I'm a firm believer of this lifetime is for us to experience the good and the bad. Because you really have to experience it, to know it, to understand it, to really learn the lesson that you came here to learn. So when we say we call in something bad, there's an upside to the bad because there is a lesson to be learned out of that. We grow from that. We become who we are now because of the things we went through in the past. So when we do the meditations and EFT tapping, and if you're not familiar with EFT tapping, you are tapping on certain parts of your body where you have where you have very concentrated neurons in your nervous system so that way you can stimulate the nervous system and while you are stimulating the nervous system by tapping you are actually creating a new response to whatever it is that you are struggling with so for example if when your boss came in your office and criticized your work in a not so nice way and said some mean things to you, you can use that and think about that and bring that up while you're tapping. And once you start with that intention, then you can say different things like, um, I am whole, I am abundant, I am not my thoughts, I am not the opinion of my boss, and you know, so forth, where you can go into that where you really are shifting like you're thinking about what's going on that's bad 
and then you start to use mantras, affirmations, and different things and whatever else would come in at that time to really shift what you thought and perceived about that situation to begin with. Because here's the thing. What your boss came in and told you in that moment had nothing to do with you. And you're probably like, wait, Fallon, that doesn't make sense. Because he came in to criticize me, right? But it's not really true because when your boss came in the office and started criticizing your work, that was their opinion, their viewpoint, their lens of what, what they perceive as reality. And then they took that and projected it on you. And not to say that maybe you didn't need to be criticized or you didn't need to be shown that you needed to do a different job or a different way or something different in your approach. But the way that they delivered it had a very big impact on you because it was in a negative way. They didn't handle it correctly, right? So when that happens, yes, the message was you need to do better, but whenever they deliver it in a way that makes you feel inadequate or attacked or discriminated against, it's those feelings did not come from the fact that you got criticized or you got criticized, probably not the right word, but that you were given feedback on how to do things differently. It came from their opinion their lens of how they see you and also how you perceive them to see you. So it is that part of that conversation is what we are trying to let go of when we do things like EFT tapping and meditations and breath work. Those are the things that we're letting go of because that has nothing to do with you. That is everything to do with them and their perception of how they see things. What we want to take from that conversation, once we heal the allowing of whatever they've got going on to impact us, once we heal that part of it, what we take from those conversations is the little piece, the nugget of I need to do things differently. And being okay with that because we can always change and improve, right? So when you are having those difficult conversations with your boss where you feel attacked, know that you feeling attacked has nothing to do with you. Take the nugget of I need to do it differently and throw the rest away. And eventually... Because that person does not get the reaction from you that they're expecting, they will deliver it differently or they just won't deliver it at all, which in both cases is great. Either you don't get the feedback at all, which in a way is kind of bad because then you don't know what to improve. However, you don't have the negative conversation that you had with your boss, so it's kind of a... a, a win-lose, <laughs> but whenever 
Maybe they come back and deliver it differently because they didn't get that response from you. Or maybe you get the feedback from someone else who noticed, or maybe they, maybe the boss goes and vents to somebody else, right? And then that person comes and tells you, hey, such and such was saying, blah, 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 that you need to change this. And great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Let it go. And you take the nugget. But maybe that person delivered it in a little bit better way to where you were more receptive of it and didn't have to have that difficult conversation with your boss. There are many ways that it can change and shift for you once you let go of that relationship that you had with receiving the information and how it was delivered. The how is not yours. That's theirs. They're the ones responsible for that. It has nothing to do with you. So when you're in that kind of situation, without really recognizing that that's theirs, then it does come across as toxic and hurtful. And you don't actually, like the, whenever that happens and your boss comes in your office and delivers that to you in that way, whatever they're trying to deliver to you more than likely never lands. You're too distracted by the feelings that it's evoking in you to actually take away the nugget of I need to do things differently. So that does no good, right? Because it's not actually giving us feedback. It's just making us pissed off, (laughs) you know? So when we can become more neutral when we are approached with that kind of situation, then we can actually receive the feedback that we need to receive, let go of the rest, and start reaching our goals and thriving and doing the stuff that we need to do to achieve where we want to be in our career. Because it's the feedback that you need in order to improve. It's not the negative conversation that you had that you need to improve let it go. It's not yours to begin with. Do the meditations, do the EFT tapping, do the breath work, do the inner work that you need to do to stand tall and strong in those situations where you don't have to be impacted by them. And if they're anything like some of the experiences I've had, a lot of those kinds of people are looking for the reaction They want to see that it got to you because I got them, you know, and when you don't give them that reaction and you truly accept and hear the feedback that they're giving you to improve, your response can just be, I hear what you're saying. I appreciate the feedback and I'll do better. Thank you. And you leave it at that and you let them just flounder and say what they want to say because it has nothing to do with you. So I hope that this has really been helpful because it's that shift in mindset is how I began to really shift out of running stress all of the time and feeling like I was in such a toxic workplace It's also one of the cornerstones in my upcoming program, Ditch Your Toxic Workplace in 90 Days or Less, 
where I really go into how to do those meditations and EFT tapping and all of the breath work and all of those kind of things. It's part of my four pillar detox method where we talk about mindset and communication and workflow and workspace. And those are the four pillars that I use in that program to help you detox your workspace, your workflow, your communication and your mindset so that you can actually enjoy going to work again. Because we all know that at one point when we were super new in our job, we loved it. And maybe you didn't, but maybe you at least liked it. And we all want to go back to that feeling because why do we want to spend majority of our day in a place that we hate? We used to love it. You can again. So I really strongly encourage you to sign up for the waitlist and sign up for being the first to know when the doors open to the new program. Doors will open on October 18th and you want to be the first to know. I only have 10 seats available for this because for the first iteration of this, I want to truly give everything that I can to really, truly help those 10 individuals so that they can actually enjoy going to work again. I want to dedicate enough time that you have that one-on-one type of experience. So One, it'll never be this low of a cost again. And also, you will not get as much of the one-on-one that you will in this beta program. So I really cannot wait to open the doors and let you guys in on this amazing opportunity. And if you want to sign up, the link is going to be in the show notes below. It's also on my Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. All of those are Fallon Fulse. And I cannot wait to see you there. <laughs>